Welcome, welcome, one and all. Turn on this light so I can see. Um, chapter six. And I know I said in chapter five that that was the that was the shortest chapter, but um, this one is a page shorter, so not that any of that matters. But yes, information. Um, so this chapter starts out um, about this time, an ambitious young reporter from New York arrived one morning at Gatsby's door and asked him if he had anything to say. Anything to say about what? inquired Gatsby politely. Why, any statement to give out. It transpired after a confused five minutes that the man had heard Gatsby's name around his office in a connection which he either wouldn't reveal or didn't fully understand. This was his day off, and with laudable initiative, he had hurried out to see. It was a random shot, and yet the reporter's instinct was right. Uh, it goes on to say Gatsby's notoriety um, was being spread, legends, he was becoming a sort of mythological um, figure in a way, um, at this time, all the, all the guests had come to his party, many of whom had never met him, um, much less been invited, had, um, just kind of, all the, all the rumors from his parties had essentially escaped his parties and were making their way around, um, New York. Um... Just why these inventions were a source of satisfaction to James Gatz of North Dakota isn't easy to say. James Gatz, that was really, or at least legally, his name. He had changed it at the age of 17 and at the specific moment that witnessed the beginning of his career, when he saw Dan Cody's yacht drop anchor over the moist, insidious flat on Lake Superior. It was James Gatz who had been loafing along the beach that afternoon in a torn green jersey and a pair of canvas pants, but it was already Jay Gatsby who borrowed a rowboat, pulled out to the Tuolumne, uh, and informed Cody that a wind might catch him and break him up in half an hour. Um, goes on to speculate that he had had that the young James Gatz had had the name Jay Gatsby ready um for some time and. It was at this point where he um, decided to use it. Um, there's so much of this I just want to read. Um, we'll just read it. I suppose he'd had the name ready for a long time even then. His parents were syphilis and unsuccessful farm people. His imagination had never really accepted the Mrs. Parents at all. The truth was that Jay Gatsby of West Egg, Long Island, sprang from his platonic conception of himself. He was a son of God, a phrase which, if it means anything, means just that, and he must be about his father's business, the service of a vast, vulgar, and meretricious beauty. So he invented just the sort of Jay Gatsby that a 17-year-old boy would be likely to invent, and to this conception he was faithful to the end. More, um... More that good old foreshadowing we got a lot of in this book. Um, see, for over a year he had been beating his way along the south shore of Lake Superior as a clam digger and a salmon fisher, or in any other capacity that brought him food and bed. 
His brown, hardening body lived naturally through the half-fierce, half-lazy work of the bracing days. He knew women early, and since they spoiled him, he became contemptuous of them, of young virgins because they were ignorant, of the others because they were in hysterics about things which his overwhelming self-absorption he took for granted. Um... goes on on eventually um it tells about the sort of downfall of dan cody said dropped anchor in the shallows along shore he was 50 years old um cody that is and the transactions in montana copper that made him many times a millionaire found him physically robust but on the verge of soft-mindedness and suspecting this an infinite number of women tried to separate him from his money the none too savvy savory ramifications by which ella Kay, the newspaper woman played madame de maintenon to his weakness and sent him to sea in a yacht where common property of the were common property of the turgid German, journalism of 1902 he had been coasting along all two hospitable stores for five years when he turned up as james gatt's destiny in little girl bay um, Madame de Maintenon, if that is indeed some, some form of accurate way to say that, um, was a woman who secretly married Louis the 14th, um, for his money, maybe? I did not write that part down. I'm trying to remember. Um, but yeah, she was. Uh, she secretly married Louis the Fourteenth, and there was more to that, but I did not write it in my book. So, um, I need to look that up at some point because I'm curious now. But um, yeah, uh, just a little little tidbit there, more Fitz throwing in little details, but uh, that fits more or less. Um, let's see. See, I suppose he smiled at Cody. He had probably discovered that people liked him when he smiled. At any rate, a few days later, he took him to Duluth and bought him a blue coat, six pair of white duck trousers, and a yachting cap. And when the Tuilame left for the West Indies and the Barbary Coast, Gatsby left too. Um, goes on to say that this is how he... Um, this is how... Um, Basically, how uh, Gatsby was taught in the ways of the gentleman, the ways of the upper crust, if you will, um, was also one reason why he probably doesn't drink, because Cody was a um, rather alcoholically inclined. Um, says, sometimes in the course of gay parties, women used to rub champagne into his hair. For himself, he formed the habit of letting liquor alone. Um, and it was from Cody that he inherited money, a legacy of $25,000. He didn't get it. He never understood the legal device that was used against him, but what remained of the millions went intact to Elakay. He was left with his singularly appropriate education. The vague contour of Jay Gatsby had filled out to the substantiality of a man. So, it's... um. This, of course, is his, um, we finally get the backstory. I believe in early drafts, um, 
in early drafts, um, Fitzgerald had had this earlier in the book, but he like wanted to. He decided to. Um, I think it might have been Maxwell Perkins who kind of encouraged him to uh, space it out a bit, um, kind of to because one of the great things about this book is the mystery of Gatsby, and you're learning a little bit more about him here and there. You're not sure what's true, what's false, um, but here you get the full, um, you get the full story, um, and then. Uh, Nick goes on and says, he told me all this very much later, but I've put it down here with the idea of exploding those first wild rumors about his antecedents, which weren't even faintly true. Moreover, he told it to me at a time of confusion when I had reached the point of believing everything and nothing about him. So I take advantage of this short halt while Gatsby, so to speak, caught his breath to clear this set of misconceptions away. Um, goes on to say, uh, Nick didn't see him for several weeks. Um, because uh, Nick was around with in New York with Jordan, um, just trying to ingratiate with ingratiate myself with her senile aunt. Um, finally, he went over to uh, Gatsby's house one Sunday afternoon. Um, I hadn't been there two minutes when some somebody brought Tom Buchanan in for a drink. I was startled naturally, but the really surprising thing was that it hadn't happened before. There were a party of three on horseback, Tom and a man named Sloan, and a pretty woman in a brown riding habit who had been there previously. I'm delighted to see you, said Gatsby, standing on his porch. I'm delighted that you dropped in, as though they cared. Sit right down, have a cigarette or a cigar. He walked around the room quickly, ringing bells. I'll have someone, I'll have something to drink for you in just a minute. Um, so Gatsby's trying to play host here. Um, Gatsby doesn't seem to get... Um, Gatsby doesn't seem to understand the um, the class issues at work here. He has as much money, or look appears to have as much money as all of these um, as the people from across the bay. But they're the old money, new money thing that you hear throughout um, the book, and it's just. It's it's a different um, class of um, it's like one side thinks they're better than the other because they've had money they've had that generational wealth they've had that money in their family for generations they're like the they're the ones whose families built this country you know you, f you hear people say stuff like that um, See, I believe we've met somewhere before, Mr. Buchanan. Oh, yes, said Tom, gruffly polite, and but obviously not remembering. Wrote that uh, Gatsby was beneath his notice. Um, Gatsby, he thinks so little of Gatsby that he's like... Um, kind of dismissive towards him, I guess would be... I was saying. Um, then he finally, like, Vaguely remembers, uh, he's like, oh, right, you were with Nick here. Um, I know your wife, continued Gatsby almost aggressively. That's so, Tom turned to me. You live near here, Nick, next door. So he kind of just brushes brushes Gatsby off again right there. Um, someone, uh, one of the women in the, in the group says, well, I'll come over to your next party, Mr. Gatsby. What do you say? Certainly, I'd be delighted to have you. Um... See, says you come to supper with me," said the lady enthusiastically. "Both of you, 
Um, this included me. Mr. Sloan got to his feet. Come along, he said, but to her only. I mean it, she insisted. I'd love to have you. Lots of room. Gatsby looked at me question questioningly. He wanted to go, and he didn't see that Mr. Sloan had determined he shouldn't. I'm afraid I won't be able to, I said. Well, you come, she urged, concentrating on Gatsby. Mr. Sloan murmured something close to her ear. We won't be late if we start now, she insisted aloud. Um, I haven't got a horse, said Gatsby. I used to ride in the army, but I've never bought a horse. I'll have to follow you in my car. Excuse me for just a minute. My God, I believe the man's coming, said Tom. Doesn't he know she doesn't want him? She says she does want him. She has a big dinner party, and he won't know a soul there, he frowned. I wonder where in the devil he met Daisy. By God, I may be old-fashioned in my ideas, but women run around too much these days to suit me. They meet all kinds of crazy fish. Um, it's a very astute observation from Tom. One of few. Um, when he says he may be old-fashioned in his ideas. That's one way to describe it, right? Um, let's see. Yeah, so Gatsby's, Gatsby's in the West Egg, New Money side. They're, they're the East Egg, and they, it's not, they'll, They'll come to his parties, right? Um, but they they wouldn't want him in their home. They wouldn't um, associate with him outside of there. His parties are more of a, a novelty, like a, a theme park to go to than um, an actual like association with Gatsby himself. Um, and Gatsby still doesn't... Gatsby still got this naivety about him um where he, he he doesn't understand that um he doesn't even it's not that he even he understands how it is and he just knows that it's absolutely ridiculous which it is it's just, he he literally it's like he can't see it he's he thinks he's one of them now and they refuse to um acknowledge that basically because to them he's not um now they get we get to uh the night they do come over says tom was evidently perturbed at daisy's running around alone for on the following saturday night he came with her to gatsby's party perhaps his presence gave the evening its peculiar quality of oppressiveness tom and oppressiveness go hand in hand um can't get much simpler than that. Um, let's see. I was looking at it again through Daisy's eyes. It is invariably saddening to look through new eyes at things upon which you have expended your own powers of adjustment. Um, it's a line I like. Um, they arrived at twilight, and as we strolled out among the sparkling hundreds, Daisy's voice was playing murmurous tricks in her throat. Um, Tom's arrogant eyes roamed the crowd. We don't go around very much, he said. In fact, I was just thinking I don't know a soul here. He's, he's above everybody. Every, everybody at this party is above his, um, is below, rather, below his notice. Tom is an interesting character study, for sure. Um... Perhaps you know that lady, Gatsby indicated, a gorgeous, scarcely human orchid of a woman. <laughs> what a description. Who sat in state under a white plum tree. Tom and Daisy stared with that peculiarly unreal feeling that accompanies the recognition of a hitherto ghostly celebrity of the movies. She's lovely, said Daisy. The man bending over her is her director. He looked 
he took them ceremoniously from group to group. Um, he keeps introducing Tom as the polo player, and then Tom Tom says, "Oh no, not me." Um, he says, "But evidently the sound of it pleased Gatsby, for Tom remains the polo player for the rest of the evening." It's almost like a little petty, um, petty thing that a child would do. Um, like, do not like. I don't want to be referred to as the polo player. And then that um, child is now the polo player for eternity, basically. Um, and so Gatsby's basically like showing off all the celebrities that come to his party. Um, Gatsby's kind of, I mean, Daisy's kind of thrilled by it. Tom is just like, why are we here? Um, I think one of the reasons Tom wants to not be known as a polo player is because maybe that's how he's known uh, in the broader world. Um, and he doesn't want to, people to know that he was at this party um, walking around with Gatsby. Um, he wanted the anonymity of, of just being some guy. Um, yeah, let's see. Ink at one point, trying to find it. One point, um, let's see. Who is this Gatsby, anyhow? demanded Tom suddenly. Some big bootlegger? Where'd you hear that? I inquired. I didn't hear it. I imagined it. A lot of these newly rich people are just big bootleggers, you know. Not Gatsby, I said shortly. He was silent for a moment. The pebbles of the drive crunched under his feet. Well, he certainly must have strained himself to get this menagerie together. A breeze stirred the gray haze of Daisy's fur collar. At least they're more interesting than the people we know, she said with an effort. You didn't look so interested. Well, I was. Tom laughed and turned to me. Did you notice Daisy's face when that girl asked her to put her under a cold shower? Um, let's see. Lots of people come who haven't been invited, she said suddenly. That girl hadn't been invited. They simply forced their way in, and he's too polite to object. Uh, I'd like to know who he is and what he does, insisted Tom, and I think I'll make a point of finding out. I can tell you right now, she answered. He owned some drugstores, a lot of drugstores. He built them up himself. Um, After all, in the very casualness of Gatsby's party, there were romantic possibilities totally absent from her world. What was it up there in the song that seemed to be calling her back inside? What would happen now in the dim, incalculable hours? Perhaps some unbelievable guest would arrive, a person infinitely rare and to be marveled at, some authentically radiant young girl who, with one fresh glance at Gatsby, one moment of magical encounter, would blot out those five years of unwavering devotion. Um, I want to say... Um, Nick says he stayed late that night. Um, so Gatsby, more of Gatsby being insecure here. Um, says she didn't like it, he said immediately when he finally talks to Nick at the end of the night. Of course she did. She didn't like it, he insisted. She didn't have a good time. He was silent, and I guessed at his unutterable depression. I feel far away from her, he said. It's hard to make her understand. You mean about the dance? The dance? 
He dismissed all the dances he had given with a snap of his fingers. Old sport, the dance is unimportant. He wanted nothing less of Daisy than that she should go to Tom and say, I never loved you. After she had obliterated four years with that sentence, they could decide upon the more practical measures to be taken. One of them was that, after she was free, they were to go back to Louisville and be married from her house, just as if it were five years ago. And she doesn't understand, he said. She used to be able to understand. We'd sit for hours. He broke off and began to walk up and down a desolate patch or path of fruit rinds and discarded favors and crushed flowers. I wouldn't ask too much of her, I ventured. You can't repeat the past. Can't repeat the past, he cried incredulously. Why, of course you can. He looked around him wildly, as if the past were lurking here in the shadows of his house, just out of reach of his hand. Um, I'm going to fix everything just the way it was before, he said, nodding determinedly. determinedly. She'll see. He talked a lot about the past, and I gathered that he wanted to recover something, some idea of himself, perhaps, that had gone into loving Daisy. His life had been confused and disordered since then, but if he could once return to a certain starting place and go over it all slowly, he could find out what that thing was. Um, so we get this really, really popular line here. You can't repeat the past. Can't repeat the past? Why, of course you can. And you get, I guess what Gatsby's been trying to do this whole time. He wants, it's, whether it's love, um, I think it's more obsession for sure. Um, then, um, it may have been some sort of love at first, but I think it's more of an obsession by this point, um, an enchantment that he's built up in his head. Um, and then Nick's kind of trying to warn him, like, dude, you're being a little crazy. Like you can't, he's like, not only can you repeat the past, but he's like, I wouldn't ask too much of her. And before that, he's even, uh, well, I lost it. But he's uh, he's basically warning Gatsby. He's like, dude, you're getting a you're getting a little crazy, a little intense here. Like, you're asking too much. Um, just enjoy what you've got going now. Don't worry so much about what's already passed. You can't change the past. You can't repeat it. You can't change it. Just kind of go on. Um, and then uh, the last bit of this chapter here. It says, one autumn night, five years before, they had been walking down the street when the leaves were falling, and they came to a place where there were no trees, and the sidewalk was white with moonlight. This is uh, Daisy and Gatsby he's talking about. They stopped here and turned toward each other. Now it was a cool night with that mysterious excitement in it which comes at the two changes of the year. The quiet lights in the houses were humming out into the darkness, and there was a stir and bustle among the stars. Out of the corner of his eye, Gatsby saw that the blocks of the sidewalk really formed a ladder and mounted to a secret place above the trees. He could climb to it if he climbed alone, and once there, and once there he could suck on the pap of life, gulp down the incomparable milk of wonder. His heart beat faster and faster as Daisy's white face came up to his own. He knew that when he kissed this girl and forever wed his unutterable visions to her perishable breath, his mind would never romp again like the mind of God. So he waited, listening for a moment longer to the tuning fork that had been struck upon a star. Then he kissed her. At his lips touch, she blossomed for him like a flower, and the incarnation was complete. Through all he said, even through this appalling sentimentality, I was reminded of something, an elusive rhythm, a fragment of lost words that I had heard somewhere a long time ago. 
For a moment, a phrase tried to take shape in my mouth, and my lips parted like a dumb man's, as though there were was more struggling upon them than a wisp of startled air, but they made no sound, and what I had almost remembered was uncommunicable forever. Kind of, we get here a picture of the moment where Gatsby hit that point of no return, basically. Um, how, as crazy as, as the, uh, as Gatsby comes off um, from from all this. Um, the, just beautiful prose in which it is delivered. The way it's the way it's written is just God. He knew that when he kissed this girl and forever wed his unutterable visions to her perishable breath, his mind would never romp again like the mind of God. And yeah, the appalling sentimentality that Nick uh, Nick describes it as is about right. I think that's a yeah. So that is chapter chapter six. Um, and it really sets up the absolute craziness. That is chapter seven. The absolute insanity that is chapter seven. Um, it's a long chapter. Hoping I can knock it out in a. Uh, I might have to split that chapter into two, or it'll be a really long episode. Um. It's twice as long as the. It's basically the same length as chapter five and six combined, um, and there is a lot in there. Um, so I might, I might find a way to split that, or I might just do a, a long episode. We'll we'll see. Worry about it when we get there. Um, yeah, we're twenty six minutes in here. And I don't want to keep um, talking just for the sake of talking, believe it or not. So I will leave you guys here and see you again or talk to you again soon. Um, like always, feel free to message me on um, my Instagram. And uh, yeah, give me your thoughts. I'm always happy to talk about Gatsby. Um, but until then, keep on reading.